0: All right, let's get ready to head to the back in action hotline and say, what's happening? What's going on? What's what's happening, my man? I, 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 wanted, to, uh, I wanted to make sure that uh,
1: we was going to be able to get you in here. Okay, yeah, of course. But, uh, don't, uh, we don't have good service.
0: Oh, I got you. I got you. Well, uh, welcome to the show, the one, the only, Mr. Chris Odom of the Washington Redskins. I didn't even tell Walls you were calling in. I wanted it to be a surprise. How dare you?
1: <laughs> hey, Wally, how are you? I'm
2: doing wonderful, man. And you, I know you're doing great. Uh,
1: I'm, you know, just enjoying the moment.
0: Well, I, I tell you what, uh, you and I were texting yesterday, and uh, I, I'm not sure, Chris, that we could maybe uh, write a script better than how things played out for you over the weekend, you know. I mean, you, you get the call that you're you're being called up from the practice squad, you're going to go active, and then you get in in the second half and all you do is end up with a couple sacks and a ball being stripped and the game winner and, and, and whatnot. I'm not sure that we could even write that script if we wanted to.
1: <laughs> no, it, it's, def, it's definitely like just, oh, just a lot of things just kind of just fell into place. Just at one time, and you know, for it to happen the way that it did, like just like you said, there's there's no way for that to 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 be planned and fall into place of the way it did. But you know, I'm you know I'm glad that it did, and I'm glad that I you know I just got my opportunity. You know, that's all I've been wanting. You know, from the start was just a chance, and I just wanted to take advantage of that. And then whenever I got it, I just tried to make it count.
0: Well, and I, I want to ask you this chris obviously it's it's been an interesting journey to say the least. Uh, I know you've learned a lot over this time uh, from all of your stops, not only in the NFL but what happened with the aAF and and uh, to get this opportunity with Washington. Just kind of tell the uh, listening family out there and the viewing family you know just just exactly what you've been doing leading up to this and obviously when you when you got signed by the the Redskins i mean i, I know that that was a great opportunity but kind of tell everybody what's what's kind of happened prior to this past sunday
1: prior to the, this past sunday i've been you know i was in the alliance league you know after i got you know released from green bay i've been just, just trying just trying to get fresh film out there and that's and you know it a lot. his purpose for that, and then I was back with Atlanta from OTAs, and then uh, had a solid preseason uh, for the most part. And then uh once I got released, I the residents signed me to the practice squad, and then I was there from week one to six. Then they released me. Then I um, I had a couple workouts with teams uh, after my release. Then my. Uh, my phone got quiet for about for about three three weeks after that. Then I was debating if I was going to join the XFL or not, just because um, no, like my phone wasn't ringing. It didn't seem like teams had any or any other teams had any more interest in, in me. But that said, the day that I was having that conversation with my agent, um, the the Redskins called me back and they had me on a plane. You know the. The next slide, the next slide out, and I just jump. I just jump back right where I left off in the practice, and I just just went back, just went back to my job, just doing scout looks, trying to get the team ready, you know, for you know each Sunday, and then then they tell me after practice I'm getting moved up, and the and it like it's just what I've been working for, you know, for the past. Um, two years—it's been two years since I, you know, I've seen the field in, a, in the regular season. So I was, I was, I was excited. I was, I was stoked. And you know, whenever I finally hit the field, you know, I just, you know, felt like a, a lost feeling that I've been missing for a long time. And I was just living in the moment and then just enjoying every second of it, you know, while I could.
0: We're joined by Chris Odom of the Washington Redskins here on the Back in Action Hotline. I know that sounds good for you to hear, Chris, uh, hearing that Washington Redskins. But what was that moment like? I mean, when when you got told, okay, you're, you're getting called up and uh, you're you're going to be active uh, this week against the Carolina Panthers. What what was the first thing you thought? I'm like, I'm I'm you know finally going to
1: get my chance. You know finally got you know finally got like getting what I've been working for, for the past for the past couple of years. You know, I got my opportunity, my opportunity is here. Like now I gotta take advantage of it. Like like I got like I got what, what I wanted. Now I gotta make it count to make sure it stay, to make sure it stays that way. But I wasn't I just wasn't nervous. I was ready. You know, I've been just trying to show um, everybody myself that, you know, I'm ready and all I needed was all I needed was a shot. And you know, I'm just going to continue to work like that because you know that's what got me to this point, and that and, you know that mentality is just going to carry with me throughout my career.
0: Well, Chris, uh, how about uh, how about walk us through that final play? Fourth and goal, Carolina Panthers. You know, if you get to stop, it's ball game. You guys get the win. And uh, I, I know that's one of the things that you told me. You didn't want to lose that game. <laughs> you did not want to lose that game. But but walk us through that final play where we were chasing down Kyle Allen and uh, forced the ball out and uh, get the win. Walk us through that.
1: No, I definitely didn't want. No, I definitely didn't want to lose the game. I mean, like the drive before, they just threw little checkdowns and walked down the field, and then he ran it in the end zone to the uh, opposite corner. Because um, we you know we lost contain on him, so one thing i didn 't want to lose contain on him, like especially this drive, then we get down to the goal line, they try to rush it in with Tim McCaffrey twice, then it 's fourth down he 's in the gun, obviously you know's pass, and then the ball snaps now look when I walk back on film, there was a receiver open to to right behind me on the defensive left that was open for probably a solid second, but. I, whenever I guess um, Allen didn't see, didn't see him, so the DB was able just to recover to lock to lock to lock down that receiver, and then he starts scrambling, and whenever I knew he starts scrambling, that must mean nobody's open. So then it was just a matter of just closing the space, and he tried he saw me coming. He tried to run away. Then Nate Orchard, he was rushing. He was coming from the opposite side. He tried to come back my way. And it was just a matter of just trying to secure the tackle and get the, and get the ball out, and just get them down to end the game. Whenever it did, you know Nate was ready right there to recover the ball, and then the game, then the game was over, and then I was just just living, just living in the moment to just, just praise give praise to the man upstairs and just look to the sideline, the team just jumping up and down because because Carolina thought that like they had momentum. As in, like, they recovered the onside kick. They just, you know, scored on the drive before that. And then they took us all the way down to the red zone on the final drive. But we had to shut that game out because we were not ready to lose that game.
0: Well, and I tell you what. Uh, of course, when when you when you get Kyle Allen, you trip him up. He he goes down. He loses the ball, and uh, obviously, I, I see you stand there almost at midfield. By that time, that's how far back Kyle Allen ran. Uh, but uh, you put both hands in the air, and uh, and you 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 just uh, that had to feel like a very vindicated moment for you.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, I just I. Can't exactly explain what everything that I was just going through in my mind, you know. When I was just, I was standing there, other than just, just everything, everything just I've been been through. Um, different team work, different team workouts, going to a different league. Just you know, just just like being in a league, like it can be, it can be men- mentally stressful. It, it can be, and. Is going through all that just for just to have that chance and opportunity that you know that I was able to get I mean it was I was just living in the moment for what it was I was appreciating the moment um, for, for what it is and I just want to enjoy it with my team and seeing their excitement on the sidelines you know it was it was definitely it was definitely worth it and you know I definitely appreciate it and I just want to Continue to do my part for the rest of the season, and then you know just continue to, to be successful and just get some more wins.
0: Well, you set the bar pretty high, uh, obviously, and uh, but you now have this opportunity in front of you to uh, to make some noise. Uh, I, I personally, I, I personally hope that you have a fantastic game. And does it mean a little bit more to you, Chris, that uh, this next opponent of yours happens to be a former employer? Of yours as well
1: I just see them as, as like the next team uh, that we have to play on Sunday You know it's just like the prep. you know the preparation is still going to be the same Still, we're just going to watch film on them the same the only difference is like there's still a few guys there that I know that I was with other than that it's just it's just another team to get ready for for Sunday
0: Uh, You know, if you had five sacks, I'd be okay with it. Uh, Obviously, as a lifelong Bears (laughs) fan, it wouldn't hurt my feelings. You You know how hard it was for me to see you come back here with that Green Bay gear on uh, before and of course we had some nice little banter back and forth. So I got to be honest with you now that uh, now that you're a Redskins uh, member, I-, I would like to see you have a huge game against those Packers. And oh by the way, uh, I'm I'm not sure if you remember this or not, uh, but the one and only Uncle Walls is a lifelong Cowboys fan, and I can't help but notice that the- that is the uh, final game of the year for you uh,
2: as well. So I think it's great that that he gets to live like I ha- had to live when you were a member of the Packers. <laughs> And the thing is, this week the the Cowboys and the Bears have to play, so you know he he wants to get, kind of stir it up. And I said, no, there's no, go- there's not going to be any betting, nothing on the line or anything like that this week.
1: Well, I guess we'll just have to see what happens then. Like <laughs> like JC, like you already know, like whenever I was in Green Bay, like and then you had your Bears, and then now we Cowboys our last game, so now I got to deal with Walls. So yeah, we'll, <laughs> I guess we we'll just have to wait and see what happens.
0: Haunting, haunting all of us. Well, hey, I want to ask you, I want to switch gears. I want to ask you this, Chris. Uh, being a guy, you're a guy who knows Omar Bayless very, very well, and uh, you've you've been on the opposite side of him at practice and and seen the things that that guy brings to the table. The nation's leading receiver, uh, a guy who was not selected to the senior bowl, a guy who was not a, a Blitnikoff finalist, and he's the leading receiver in the Sun Belt by a mile, but uh, he also leads the country uh, in receiving yards as well. Would you give your expert opinion on what type of guy and what type of athlete uh, a guy like Omar Bayless is? One of your former teammates.
1: I see him. I see him like as I could say a big. I would say just like a big fish in a small pond. And like I said, it's because even when I had. Even you know, when I had my my sacks on top of the country, you know, I still didn't get any yep. um, combine invites, senior bowl invites, Shrine Game invites. Like I didn't have any of that, and he has like uh, it's a similar perspective. that He has the, uh, the stats that he has, um, like top like top in the nation, but he's not getting the recognition um, that he that he deserves. Um, you know, it's just like it's just an underdog mentality. You know, he has to work for what he's earned, and he's definitely worked and earned for you know to, to be the player that he is, to have the production that that he has. So he just you know he's just gonna keep on grinding. He's gonna keep on working. He's gonna he's gonna work for everything that he, he's gonna work for everything that that he deserves, and he's gonna keep on working. He's gonna keep on grinding. Like I believe that. That mentality is instill him to go out to go out and get it. That nothing's going to be handed to him. So with that mentality, should carry him, should, you know, should carry him, you know, you know, even after to the season.
0: Well, and I'll tell you, Chris, and that's why I wanted to ask you because I knew you could relate. You know, you were a guy that put up big numbers at Arkansas State, and. You know, it's easy for you to be overlooked as well. And you've worked for every th- opportunity that you've gotten. And when you get the opportunity, you take advantage of it. Sunday's proof of that. And, uh, you know, uh, that's that's uh, that's why I knew you would be a great person to ask about some of the things that, that Omar has, has faced and will continue to face, uh, even with his, his success here at Arkansas State. I want to ask you uh, one more thing before I let you go, because I know you're a busy guy. we got to let you get ready for those Green Bay Packers. But, uh, uh, you know, coach Anderson and this season and the adversity and obviously the passing uh, of miss Wendy and obviously all the injuries and everything that this uh, team has endured this team finishes seven and five and uh, I, I know that you also are, are one of those guys that, that could talk on coach Anderson better than most and uh, I, I would like for you to just kind of tell the the listening and viewing family out here just uh, what coach Anderson has meant to you and and how he was as your head coach and and being uh, being one of those mentor type people People in your lives as well.
1: He's more than a coach. He's a person that he's a person that cares about your your own well being. He's a he's a family man. He's a person. He's a person that cares. He's going to bring his family around. You know, for uh, you know, as a you know, as a player, just to get to know his family, bring our families around. He gets to know you know my family. I have nothing but the utmost respect you know for him, and he and he's shown that. And you know it's unfortunate what happened um, um, to Miss Anderson. That's so unfortunate. I texted him. And I said I'm gonna keep her in my prayers, and um, like for every day I've been keeping her in my in my prayers, that she's in a better place. And I continue to pray for his family because I can only imagine, you know, what that what that feeling was like. And you know, it's still sometimes even hard to, sometimes even still hard to to talk about um you know i do appreciate everything he's he's done for me and just bringing his his family around getting to know everybody him getting to know my family definitely means a lot and i'm forever grateful for that
2: well chris uh
0: great words and it's always great to catch up with you my friend man i couldn't be more proud of you i I know how hard you work I, i know that you yourself this this has not been an easy path and, uh, you know, I think Sunday is just the beginning for you. And uh, I like how you've opened a lot of people's eyes, including nationally. And uh, I know you're going to continue to work hard and continue to make noise. And, and uh, stay in touch with this man. And I, I certainly appreciate you taking the time to join us, brother.
1: Oh, yeah, no problem. It's just always nice talking to you all. And, you know, hopefully I get to see you all soon.
0: All right. You take care of yourself and smash the Packers. I appreciate it. I will do. I'll
1: take it easy. <laughs> see, see you, man. Chris.
0: Uh, you know, he's and you can tell he's such a pro. You know, uh, when I asked him about pe- playing against a former employer, yeah. he's just going to treat them just like everybody else. I'm just here to tell you, they're not like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to be like everybody else. You don't think he's going to you don't think he's going to remember that they cut him. Oh, he's going to remember that they cut him. Oh, wow. And, and uh, what a big moment for him. Game on the line. I've watched that final play probably no less than 30 times. And just to watch him get upfield like he did. And and keep in mind, you know, the two sacks and the and the forced fumble and all that, all happened, that was in one half. Right, yeah. And, um, you know, he's always been really good at the get-off off the ball. I mean, yeah. he's been really good at that. And, uh, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see him have an opportunity to go for uh, Mr. Rogers uh, this weekend, and uh, he's, I'm sure he's going to relish that opportunity. But, man, I'm so proud of Chris. Um, again, hes you heard. I mean, he, he got let go by the Redskins after being signed by him. You know, he was looking at his options of the XFL and maybe some possible other teams. And right. I mean, he was part of the AAF. He was killing it in the AAF. He was. And then it folded. Yeah. Um, you know, and so uh, I'm going to tell you right now, a, a guy like Chris Odom, undoubtedly – Undoubtedly belongs in the NFL. Oh yeah, there, there ain't no doubt. Well, uh, Sunday proved that.
2: And and you talking about you know this this uh, Sunday you know against the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I guess you just kind of want to say, hope he spends a lot of time in Mister Rodgers' neighborhood.
0: Well, and, and he very <laughs> he very well could.
2: Uh, but uh, but yeah, the national attention that he got. I mean. Well-deserved. Well-deserved.
0: No doubt. No doubt. But I was keeping it quiet. Um, mainly I wanted it to be a surprise, but also we had to make sure that he was going to get to where he could actually call us. Right. Um, the signal's at great where he's at. And uh, But obviously it's a busy day. They're getting prepared for another game this weekend. Yep. Uh, but he took the time out of uh, his busy schedule to give us a call. Uh, always had a great relationship with Chris, oh, man. Yeah. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm so, so happy for him. And uh, he's uh, – He's he's gonna make the best of this opportunity. And
2: I remember that uh, speaking of Jay Towns, that one day he when he said, was
0: in here with all his rings on, yeah,
2: but but he spent like most of the the whole two hours with us here, you know, doing the show, and it was great. I mean, it was radio gold, and and I remember him laughing so hard when I explained to him the Decatur, Alabama story. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs>
2: He laughed so hard.
0: Well, I tell you what, we're going to hit a quick break. We got a lot to get done in a short time to do it. Uh, we still have your five random facts on this Tuesday, brought to you by Orville's Men's Store. We got that coming up next. Uh, of course, we've got uh, Damn Man Really, brought to you by Stadium Auto Body, and by the Numbers, brought to you by United Pawn Brokers of Jonesboro. So we will hit just a very quick break. We'll come back. We'll get this thing all wrapped up here at J Towns. Yes, five dollar lunch special going on until four o'clock. I think I just watched our man Alo hammer two of the $5 lunch specials. Two of them. Wow. And uh, he made it look easy. Made it look easy. You can do it too. Dine in or carry out. RWRC Radio right here on 95.3 The Ticket, AM
1: 970.